Hello and welcome to episode nine of the Coaching Manual Show. This week we're joined by Jack Heggie. Hello. Jack's a performance analysis expert. He's worked at Everton Football Club and the Nike Academy. What position do you want to be? Play from me. Well done, well done. It could be a good tactic for you. Well played. Okay, off you go. Go and do that thing. Go and score with this goal. Okay, so Jack's worked at Everton Football Club. He's also worked for the Nike Academy uh, in the field of performance analysis. So, Jack, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and some of the work you've done? So, yeah, um, basically I have more of an academic background. I've uh, never really played at any level uh, before, so I've only really played grassroots uh, football. But I've always had a keen interest in football and working within football, uh, within sports science, but then eventually as I got older, more performance analysis. Uh, so all my academic study was based around that, so I went to Liverpool John Moores, did sports science there, which is like the umbrella term for um, the general sports science, like you know physiotherapy, but also performance analysis. Uh, so yeah, from there, uh, whilst I was at uni, uh, I had a year at Everton, um, where I did a lot of the vast majority um, of my knowledge is my knowledge base has come from that season uh, within uh, football. It was uh, Roberto Martinez's first year, and um, I st- we started uh, early July uh, in pre-season. So we we pretty much started working just before uh, the guys went out on uh, the US tour, uh, playing the likes of Real Madrid and Juventus out there, and uh, it was very quickly apparent that um, even though I did play a lot of grassroots football, even though I did um, target my um, studies towards football and learning all the tactical side and things that I needed to really, really uh, catch up and learn all about the uh, different tactics and formations, different ways um, of playing out from the back, for example, and how Everton would press and how opposite, uh, opposite opposition teams would um, counteract that uh, in terms of how they would try and target our weaknesses and strengths within our press and without our playing from the back but also the level of detail needed was uh, a lot higher than I was expecting obviously I knew um, it had to be detailed but the reports that we were doing were very very like in depth certain triggers and uh, which I hadn't really thought of before but also within the analysis um, department at Everton, um, it was very uh, focused on giving what the coaching staff needed going into the games and what we needed after the game, so it was very specific to uh, what the new manager wanted, obviously, the transitioning from David Moyes for, so for the first couple of months, especially during that pre-season tour, was about uh, just getting used to the manager and getting used to what he wanted and what he required from the analysis department. So a lot of um, what he was interested in was obviously the opposition. So we'd watch three, four games beforehand uh, and a number of um, different tactical formations he would use, different players when they were used and different, uh, again, uh, focusing on different elements of the play, but also the importance of objectivity and the feedback that we give to the players. So. In terms of uh, post-match, was obviously looking at the general performance and looking at certain key performance indicators uh, to sort of assess our performance uh, aside from the result. Obviously, the results are what important, but obviously sometimes um, the results don't necessarily reflect the performance of the team. So it was uh, 
great during that pre-season to obviously learn and sort of catch up. And once the season hit, it was uh, really a ro roller coaster of um, you know heavy working schedules and strong work work ethic. Obviously, Everton had a very good season that season, which helps. Um, generally in the training ground, it was a positive atmosphere. Uh, I think our first loss came uh, a few months into the season, if I remember rightly, against City away. Um, so yeah, it was a generally a good season. Uh, lots of fixtures because we had the uh, League Cup, obviously the FA Cup and the Premier League uh, to think to consider about uh, to consider during that season. So um, a lot of time, like uh, was, uh, I mean, I only went to the home games, but in terms of the analysis department on whole, obviously we'd work on older games, uh, whether that be uh, Stevenage in one of the cups, or whether that be Man City or away or Man uh, Manchester United at home later on in the season. So during that season it was great, I, le I learned a lot of lessons uh, about football and uh, in generally the tactics of it and the importance of analysis within football and then once I'd finished my degree at Everton I went uh, joined up with uh, the coaching manual, uh, did some, uh, worked on the Nike Academy project with them and head headed up their analysis um, for the season. So. Previously, Nike hadn't had uh, much performance analysis in terms of tactical and technical. They had a very good sports science um, department and uh, obviously a lot of the physical data was fed back to the coaching staff. But in terms of the tactical uh, uh, element of the game, they didn't have anyone filming the games. They didn't have an analysis um, department at all in terms of that aspect of the game. So for me to come in at first, it was just to familiar myself with the um, with the actual program itself. So for those that don't know, the Nike Academy is a full-time project. Uh, it's an under-21s based team, so we can get any players from um, 21 uh, down to, I think our youngest player was 16 when I first started. Um, and basically, we did not enter into a league as such, but they play uh, what we like to call competitive friendlies where they'll play any um, academy team, whether that be Cat 1 or Cat 3, uh, uh, and they'll play across the country in England. Um, saying that though, we, there was the first edition of the Nike Cup, which was a competitive um, academy uh, tournament where we played under-21s teams at St George's Park. Um, so in the first edition we played the likes of Monaco, Hertha Berlin and Manchester United, uh, but also uh, we played on uh, abroad, so we play, we was lucky enough to play at Barcelona and, and train at their facilities and uh, Mulder in Norway, uh, which is now managed by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh, and then uh, we also went to Inter Milan and played at their training ground and uh, watched a few games whilst we was over there. So in terms of the analysis there, um, we were starting off basically uh, just filming the games, producing player clips so that the players could watch back their own games uh, in their own time. We were having uh, post-match uh, meetings uh, with the whole team involved. Now the reason we didn't do so much opposition analysis was because we were more interested in developing our own players, uh, getting the players adjusted to uh, our system of play. So a lot of the players had been recruited um, just at the start of that season. Um, so they weren't familiar with themselves with the levels expected or the philosophy that we tried to impose uh, on the opposition. So 
a lot of them it was just more of like teaching them what we was expecting what was good from the game trying to positively reinforce playing out from the back pressing up high um, the midfield rotation within the three so we played for the majority of the time uh, 4-3-3 or a 4-4-2 diamond on occasion so it was Again, just teaching um, the players their different roles at the start. And uh, as we went along during the season, obviously we did more and more uh, analysis. Uh, we've built it up because obviously we didn't want to overload uh, the players in that aspect. And towards Christmas, we had uh, a meeting and we sat down and said, OK, well, how can we improve this analysis? And one way we thought was like player diaries where they would uh, keep diaries of the training week, uh, how they felt, what they could improve on, what they thought they did well. Uh, and then that would lead into the game where also they reviewed that themselves. And literally, they did. some players would write uh, a couple of pages, some uh, players would write um, a few paragraphs or so. But it was good that in their mind they were thinking about the game, reviewing them, with them within themselves, and then they would feed back to uh, one of their designated coaches. So um, the head coach, John, uh, the assistant, Edu, or the goalkeeping coach, Matt. Uh, I was there to support the process in terms of if they wanted clips. So uh, I know I sat uh, down with uh, Edu quite a lot um, within their meetings, just going through the clips with the players, uh, helping them uh, you know, review the games and let the player lead the session in uh, a lot of the time as well so a lot of the time we wouldn't ask uh, or impose too many um, thoughts onto the player we would let them sort of um, come to us and give them the information they think is relevant because we were trying to understand what they've learned in terms of our philosophies so the player diaries were really uh, a good step moving forward uh, during the season but also as uh, the season went on, our team meetings changed, so in terms of uh, at the start of the season we had the manager uh, leading uh, or maybe myself leading the analysis uh, based on certain aspects of the game, again uh, related to the coaching philosophy. For us important was pressing uh, up uh, high, so full pitch press, high press or whatever you would like to call it. Uh, playing out from the back was key for us, obviously we wanted to keep the ball and impose our play so if we was um, looking to play uh, a long ball all the time then the chances of us re retaining the ball weren't very good considering the players we had. Um, but also, so the team meetings went from manager-led and analyst-led to more player-led uh, towards the end and at first the players were a bit sceptical, they didn't want to um, didn't want to be seen calling their teammates out on mistakes that they'd done during the game or things that they called better. So at first it was a bit tentative, but as the um, as we persisted with the uh, player-led sessions, uh, review sessions, they actually grew into it and it caused a very good debate and it helped the players progress in terms of their learning. Some players uh, we were a bit worried about in terms of their confidence going into the sessions that you know some are more extrinsic and some are more withdrawn in their opinions or uh, intrinsic say so but to be fair when they got up there they were very um, confident in what they said we did rehearse the sessions before uh, and I did get the clips that they wanted out of the game so that was important for me uh, obviously to go through that with the player and just make sure and get an understanding of what they want to say obviously I'd assist if um, needs be, but also, even though it's player-led, 
um, the, the players that weren't presenting also got involved in the debate, but also the coaching staff, just to poke uh, or suggest different things uh, that we'd maybe seen or maybe the player had missed himself. So it was good in terms of the environment and the culture of the team, and I think they've uh, carried on into this season uh, with that. So that was always nice to hear. Now, uh, in terms of um, other projects that we had going on there, obviously it's important that the sports science uh, department and medical department uh, obviously got the clips uh, in terms of injuries, so that was good for me to pass over. But also in terms of uh, ultimately the Nike Academy is trying to get these uh, under 21 players uh, into football teams. So for football um, clubs to see these players, they might not necessarily be able to visit to the games, but also um, we, uh, with me filming all the games and produ producing these player clips, the players uh, again took ownership. Uh, they were given the clips and they were given uh, two play player uh, max stations at, at the hotel we stayed at, and they were able to um, arrange or uh, edit their clips uh, into a video so that they could promote themselves uh, to other clubs, so they would send it to other clubs and put themselves. Uh, out there so clubs could uh, obviously they were aware of the program uh, they were already but also they just want to be aware of the individual players within that and we had some uh, a very good success rate with getting players back into the game I think there must have been a dozen by the end of uh, the season uh, that I went on to pros from anywhere from uh, Telford um, United uh, in the in the National League uh, to uh, Standard Liège uh, over in uh, Belgium and then also Sweden and we had many trial lists at you know high English, uh, high performing uh, English clubs like uh, Nottingham Forest at the time so it was good uh, that you know the program was working and that the performance analysis department did have uh, a role within that obviously the players have to take credit uh, the majority of the credit and uh, for you know taking it upon themselves and taking responsibility for their learning and for their performances but um, you know, I'd like to think the review and feedback loop that we had there uh, at Nike assisted them or at least guided them to professional football. Okay, loads of great detail in there, Jack. Now, if you were to give a tip of the week for our listeners, what would you kind of go for? So, um, for tip of the week, obviously more analytically based than previous uh, tips handed out by uh, Brighty, but in terms of um, what I would suggest is obviously gain consent before you do this from the opposition and the parents, etc. But try and film your game at the weekend, see if you can get a, you know, a handy cam or, um, or any sort of video uh, filming equipment down to the game, uh, obviously record it and then review afterwards by yourself or be able to give copies out to the players and maybe give them certain things to look for, certain areas of weakness that they thought they could improve on or things that they've done well uh, or alternatively uh, use player game or training diaries so give them targets each week to hit or um, you know help them to reflect on the game to help their learning process within football. Okay, big thanks to Jack for stepping in for this week's podcast. If you have any thoughts or comments about the performance analysis uh, information that Jack's mentioned, please do comment on our Facebook or SoundCloud or tweet us through our Twitter. Okay, off you go. Go and do that thing. Go and score with this goal.